Adam Gravitz Sports Show. What's happening, party people? Welcome to the Adam Gravitz Sports Show. This is Jack. Say hello, Adam. What's going on? Um, back from the July 4th long weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. I mean, I, the first day back from a long weekend kind of sucks. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Does it not? No, it's, it's uh, you know, getting back in the, sw- the swing of things is not great. You know, you always want to be on weekend they always want to be on vacation right no i mean i will say though i went to a house party on sunday that felt good because it felt like a saturday mm. it's like having because that bonus like, saturday yeah it was bonus saturday because then you could like drink as much as you want and do whatever and still wake up whose house did you go to friend friends like a friend of a friend friend why do you do this i don't need to tell you where uh, I if you i don't know man i don't i don't like these these ruffians yeah. you hang out with hooligans you're so stupid. Partying on a Sunday, delinquents. Yeah, well, sorry, you didn't party on a Sunday. You partied yesterday, which again, like it's Did also du- it's also sucks to have Fourth of July on a Monday when you know the next day you have to go to like give work. Alicia head off today for free. They gave her uh, this day they off. Gave, really? They gave a bonus Tuesday off. I, that yeah, I guess that makes some sense. Like I guess that's an interesting. I think move. that's nice. It's a nice thing to do. No, I I mean some companies give the whole week off. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's, uh, I emailed, I emailed, uh, some people at work, uh, at some company and I got an automatic reply that said that they, they were off all week. I mean, that is the, that, that is the first way to get like employee morale up, but like, you yeah, know, summer holiday. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, it's kind of, I, mean, I nice think, week. I think every company should have off one week in the summer at least. And then like Christmas and New Year's off for free. You don't need to take vacation for it. Facts. Facts. Well, now that we've uh, hammered that out, what should we? Uh, what do you want to get into? Well, we have a crowded schedule. We have um, a special guest, DC Sports Radio. I call him a legend. Legend oh. Steve Sully Solomon, who is on the show. We're talking about his candidacy for county council, and then we're also going to talk some sports too. So that's cool. That's coming up in a few minutes. Um, okay. You were complaining to me about the Wizards. Before I clicked I mean, record, you, sure, we can talk about that. Um, they made a trade to get some guards, yeah, and uh, I still have nine hundred small forwards, so that's cool. <laughs> and, power um, and power forwards, and power forwards, and power forwards, and the uh, the Big Ten now has thirty seven schools in it. Yeah, um, going from I mean, coast to coast. To I mean, those are the two big stories. I think those are the two big stories. I don't think anything else really has happened, unless I'm missing something. Mm, I think that sounds right. Yeah, so which one do you want to get into first? <sighs> Why don't you get the Wizards off your chest? I think that's probably good. <laughs> well, I mean, you you can also chime in, too. It's not just me talking. Yeah, but the, like people, the people pay their money to hear you talk about <laughs> well, the Wizards. Okay, so what do you want me to, like, okay, so what do you want me to say? Like, well, they made a trade. Yeah, let's talk about traded. the players in the trade and, sure. and what that means okay. for their uh, floor and ceiling. <laughs> okay, so they <laughs> traded KCP yeah. and Ish Smith. 
to the Denver Nuggets yeah. for Monte Morris and Will Barton. Yeah, I Will like Barton, it. So Will Barton and, Mon- and KCP are literally the Spider-Man meme. They're like the same player. Yeah, but it's They're a different both- flavor of the one that we have, and we didn't like the one that we have. The same player. Monte Morris had a nice season this past year. He's relative mm-hmm. – for, for, for NBA standards, he's very cheap. He makes like $9 million – again – I'm saying very cheap, but you know what? He's nine making nine million dollars. It's nothing. He had a good year last year, basically starting all season in replacement of uh, Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say this: the point guard really with the Nuggets is Nikola Jokic. Like Monte Morris is not going to lead the team in assists. Jokic is. Yeah, he's a very steady player. He can shoot the three well. He's got okay height, I guess. He's like 6'2", 6'3". He's the tallest point guard we've had in like 20 years. <laughs> 27 years old. It's such a – it's just such a Wizards move. Like, you would agree like, – it was fine. When, when I told you about it, you were like, okay, that's – I mean, if, it was kind of a guy that you would expect them to get. Like, they, they don't want to take a chance yeah. on anything. It's like, great, we traded KCP who we knew was going to be gone or a part of a trade, and Ishmith who was worthless anyway. I don't care about Ishmith. Like, again, Will Barton, he's an older version of KCP. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they, he's a chucker, can play some decent defense. And, uh, okay, he's a, I guess he's a 2-3 player, like a mm-hmm. combo player. And then Monte Morris, I, he is better than what we had last year, but that's not really saying much at point guard. Well. They have to have something. Not, the the move something. I actually did like was them getting DeLon Wright as the backup. Because, mm-hmm. like, you don't – looking at the numbers, you're like, oh, you paid a guy $8 million a year and he averaged four points. Two. That's not yes. the point. The point is his metrics are through the roof. Like, he's 6'5". He's actually got legitimate height. Mm-hmm. He can – he's very good at handling. But also, Monte Morris, I think, he has, like, one of the top assist to turnover ratios. Yeah, it was, like, four to one, like five, I think. Five, five, five to one, yeah, something really it's, nice. It's, it's, it's elite. But DeLon Wright locks you up on defense. Mm-hmm. And Atlanta, when they were in the playoffs, guess who got a lot of the minutes at the backup guard? It was DeLon Wright. Mm-hmm. He's a good, heady veteran. It's fine. Like, But these are such – I think you would agree with me. These are just such Wizards moves. Like, it's not – there's nothing wrong with them. But it's – you didn't take a chance. Like, Atlanta got DeJounte Murray. Mm-hmm. Boston basically traded, like, the 24th pick, which is their first-round pick, and two guys not even in the rotation to get Malcolm Brogdon. It's just, mm-hmm. do you understand where I'm going? Where I'm going with this? Yeah, like, the Wizards need. Look, if you're gonna give Bradley Beal a quarter of a billion dollars, oh, why do you want to get into that? I mean, I fucking cannot stand Bradley Beal. You, I think you would agree with this. Like, it's such bullshit what this guy did. He tried to, he tried to hold this team hostage. He's like, well, I know what I'm gonna do, but I don't want to announce it. And oh, I want to be, you know, I, I really want to win and all this other crap. No, you don't. You took. Every last possible cent you could take. Right? Yeah. He's doing nothing to help the team. He's like, oh, I want to be Washington's version of Dirk Nowitzki. I want to be like like Kobe was in in, um, in L.A. They took less money mm-hmm. at time. You didn't do any of that. Didn't do any of that. You took the most money you possibly could. So now we can't build a team around you, you fucking moron. And don't say you want to win when you've locked yourself into a team that's at best a seven seed. So you ask these ceiling and floor? I guess I'll say they're ceiling if everything hits. And by everything, I mean Porzingis plays 70 games. Mm-hmm. I guess nobody else gets hurt. And Beal finds his shot again. <laughs> yeah, Beal finds his shot. You would think he does. And, like, 
die and like one of Rui and or Denny takes a, a legitimate step, mm-hmm. they're the sixth seed. I don't think that's even argued. I don't. They can't get higher no, than that. They can't. I, am I wrong? No, because the other the team, the other teams that are above them also got better. Right. I mean, like they're not going to be better than Miami. Look, I can we can name the teams: Miami, Toronto, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Boston. That's five. Mm-hmm. They've all like. Have any of them done anything worse? No, and they still have Atlanta. You say Atlanta, you still have Atlanta. Right, and I'm not even mentioning Atlanta. So basically, you're fighting with Atlanta, and I guess like Brooklyn's a wild card. If Brooklyn, which I guess, I mean, I don't know if you want to get into that stuff, mm-hmm. but like if Brooklyn ends up getting rid of Kyrie and, and Durant, okay, you probably move ahead of them depending on what they get in return for those guys. Yeah, but they're not better than Atlanta, probably, like you said. So basically, they're still like, and then their 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 floor. I don't know, like right again, like where they were last year. Yeah, I mean they're they're like eleven a, or they're, twelve. They're, I just they're a, a let's say like what? a ten point five to six point five is is the exactly. window. And it's so frustrating because that's the thing they raised like basically what they've done is they've raised their floor like a little bit. Like they're like I guess their floor is thirty eight wins. And their ceiling is... 44. 44 <laughs> wins. It's just... It's so frustrating as Wizards fans. If you want to chime in, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, it's just... I, I I want to blame Tommy for this, and I do think he he bears some blame. But a lot of this is on Leo, is on your... On, on, on shithead Ted. Yeah, he... Le- he, 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 he is, he's in love he with Beal. At the, at the, huh? He's in love with Beal, and I don't get and it. And why? Answer me Why? Why? I don't. Like he's, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. They're giving it him top. No they're giving him top five money for a top twenty-five player. That's and and you know what the thing is? Those are the type of teams that just get fucked in the end. Mm-hmm. Because you're now you I know. know this, yeah, because I know the salary cap will go up, but not that much. But here's the thing: this is what happens when you're scared. Ted Leonsis is scared because he knows because he is he has built a franchise, an organization that nobody wants to go to. So he knows that no free agents are coming here, part, mainly because of him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, well, I have to overpay. And he squ- I, I, he, okay, squand- he squandered the COVID years. He could have tanked and collected first-round picks when no one was going to games anyway. Again, he is the major problem with this organization. And we're fucked. Like, he has put, with the, with the signing of Bradley Beal, he has locked the Wizards in to at best the sixth seed at best unless there are just tremendous injuries all at the top yeah right I mean there's no do you have anything else to add like I'm just it's so frustrating when like you see free agency and it's like we could have predicted this three weeks ago like who like if you if you give me a list of point guards and you're like which one which ones of them are they going to sign or trade for both of us probably would have picked out within the first five Monte Morris and DeLon Wright like it just Mm-hmm. Anything? I mean, do you have anything else to say? I'm just, it's, it just sucks. Me, it sucks when this is like, this is the franchise that, that's here in DC. So I don't know. Anything? Yeah. Again, like I think you said it all. The the Wizards. I think I think in the end, what's kind of messed up, which is again an indictment on Tommy Shepard's picks, is that with the last three number one picks they've had. We're not sure if any of them can start. Like, no, there's still a lot of stuff in the air. We've, like, what are we doing? The last four first-round picks, including Johnny Davis, none of them are, like, none of them might start. Think yeah. about that. You've drafted 
four first round picks was in the top 15 and there's a great chance none of them are starting yeah like, you know what, what we this? have to stop doing I'm gonna tell you this right now stop drafting dudes based on their character all the time too that's what he's doing as well well I have no problem They're with dra- character but let's no, draft guys I have no play. problem with character but when you're taking a guy who's clearly who what because he's good in the community I'm sorry like, what no, but that's, that's bonus points. Here? But the reality is, they're they 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 don't they're what they're looking at when they pick players they take no is, chances. is different. I'm gonna say take no chances. Yeah, let's go swing for the fences. What do you have to lose? They never swing for and the fences. They never play rookies anyway. But then that then okay then why would you draft Johnny Davis if you didn't play rookie if you don't play rookies? I don't know. Here's why, the other why thing. Why draft Kispert if you don't play rookies? Like I agree. He's, he's like already our I age. I see a problem just like last year. You and I can both go through the roster, which we'll probably do on a later show. There are 11 guys that deserve minutes. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to get squeezed out. And because you and I both know this franchise and we know how the Wizards despise young players and mm-hmm. they love to play mid-level veterans over all rookies, Johnny Davis will not play. And I don't want to hear, oh, well, he's a rookie. He shouldn't get to play. Blah, 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 blah. You drafted him at number 10. Stop with the fucking baby. No. I'm just so confused. Like, why did you acquire Will Barton? Tell me. Like, Monty Morris makes sense. He's a point guard. Mm-hmm. Will Barton makes no sense. Well, None. Again, the, Do what? You're going to block Corey Kisper so Will Barton can play? No, I think they got him as part of, like, the... I know they had to do it for the money. I get yeah. that. Then how about reroute him? Yeah, and maybe they will. My point is, you understand what I'm saying. Stop acquiring mid-veterans at yeah. positions where you are. We have a bunch of young guys. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't. We don't need any more like, small forwards you, or power like, forwards. Again, Leave it, do stop. either of us like Corey, love Corey Kispert? No. But why are you fucking like blocking his path to getting any minutes? So Will Barton can play, and then what? You can trade him at the dead. Like, it's just it's mind boggling how dumb this organization is. That's it. I just, I, it doesn't yeah. make sense. It doesn't make sense. Why are you draft? So you draft Johnny Davis. So what? He can. He's not a. He's not a point guard. Stop saying he's a point guard. He's not, not a point, point guard. guard. So what? He's gonna play over Bradley Beal? Obviously not. So where's his minutes? So he's playing Bradley Beal backup minutes. So that's like we drafted the tenth pick so he can play twelve minutes a game. Yeah. The fuck? Tell me that. Does that make any sense to you yesterday? And on top of I, that, you signed Beal to a five-year extension. Right. So, so here's the only thing him. I'm thinking. The only thing I'm thinking is Beal's gonna look at the situation and be like, "This team fucking sucks." And in two years, you're going to request a trade and then get the fuck out. And you've got Beal and then there's where Johnny Davis. I'm thinking there's where Johnny Davis gets his minutes. But you understand my point. Like, why did you draft Johnny Davis? If then you're going to get Bradley. Tell me where the logic is with this team. There has to be. The only thing I can think, and I think you'd agree with this, there has to be a consolidation trade. There has to be something somewhere. Like, somehow we're ending up with John Collins. Or we're ending up with somebody. But why do I want, why do I want John Collins? Because John Collins at least okay, I'll tell you why I want John. He's Collins. like a less he's no, a, he's a not well, he's a less interesting he's, Kuzma. Do you know how old John Collins? Do you know how old John Collins is? Twenty six. Twenty four. Okay. He's locked up for four years. He's not going anywhere. Okay. Let me ask you this: Would you want to pay John Collins at twenty four? He's going to be twenty five when the season starts. Okay. Let's say twenty five. Do you want to pay John Collins twenty five million a year at twenty? Remember, he's average. He's average. Like seventeen and nine, mm-hmm. or do you want to pay Kyle Kuzma at twenty eight, mm-hmm. who does not have good metrics? 
Just because he's like our eighth rated like metrics guy. You're not answering no, my you're question. You're right. I think okay. Well, now that you've put put in that direction, so we'd package up Kuzma plus a couple of our other forwards to get Collins. Yeah, like Kuzma and okay. Let's say Kuzma and Ki- I Kuzma don't know and who. Kispert for Collins. Maybe Kuzma. I mean, I, I don't. I maybe you do Kuzma and Barton and pray to God they'll take a protected one down the line. I don't know. Because I'm hmm. not trying to get rid of Kis. Like I mean, I'm not trying to get rid of Kispert. I mean, that would yeah. mind. He's already thirty years old. Who Kispert? Yeah. No, but yeah, I mean, you have to do so- the Chris like, Winkie of basketball. You get my point. You have to consolidate this roster. Of course. You you can't have it how it is. So that's it. Like I don't know. I'm just. I think, you know, I, I when these moves happen, I think we both agreed though. Like, they're still the same thirty-eight to forty-four win team. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so frustrating. Yeah. They're not like they're not better. They're not worse. And even if they play awesome, they're not going to actually be a contender. So who cares? No, they have no chance. It's just, it sucks. I, I think you'd agree. It sucks. Well, that's sports. Look, odds are your team is, look, only one team can win it all, and odds are it won't be you. You don't, Wow, thanks, Ted Leon. You know, <laughs> you know, you're the worst, bro. You don't say anything. You don't like. I just, I'm you're... just letting you know that the fact is, is your our teams are destined for not winning. That's it. You're cursed. All right. Fine. It won't well, be I'm you. Just frustrated, so. I hear it's just you. Okay. I well, mean, there were some big trades. We can get. Do you want to get into like the Durant stuff? Do you want to get into the Gobert sure, trade? Sure. Sure. Do that. Terrible trade. Go for it. The Gobert trade could go down as one of the worst trades I've ever seen. Tell me about the Gobert trade. Rudy Gobert was traded mm-hmm. from Utah to Minnesota for five, like five players and like four first round picks. That's incredible. By the mind you, three of them, I believe, three of them are unprotected. One's a pick swap, and one's a top five protected in like twenty twenty nine. And they, they, by the way, the thing about Rudy Gobert, awesome defensive player. He's been played off the floor on the playoffs like multiple years. So while everyone else is getting like young, like athletic wings, Minnesota's like, no, we're going to do the Twin Towers move. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. Also, Rudy Gobert's 30. Guess how much? He still has four years left at like $40 million a year. <laughs> I'm just saying, Tim Connolly, I know we wanted to. That was not a great move. I'm sorry. Do you think it was a good move? Mm-mm. I mean, the Durant... Okay, what are your thoughts on Durant? I know we'll get into, like, the other means. What's your thoughts on Durant? I don't get it. Like... Yeah, I don't I don't know what he's... What, what, what's he trying uh, what's to do? Like, I don't game? understand what... What is his end game? Yeah, like, also, kudos to the Nets. I would play such hardball with him. It's like, oh, you want gone? Cool. Guess what? We have your we have your, we have your contract for four more years. You're not going anywhere until we get exactly what we want. And if you don't, you don't like that, then you don't have to play, and we're not going to pay you. Yeah. Sit out. So, like, he has no, and I mean, no leverage. Yeah. And if I was, and if I'm, and if I'm the, uh, the Nets, I don't give a shit what he's like in the locker room at this point. No, who cares? Again, four years left on his contract. That's, I don't know. He ain't going anywhere. Why, why is, what's, why? I think he's sick of Kyrie. I think he's sick of Kyrie. He's still weirdo. Well, and also, here's the thing. Why are we, why are the, why are the Nets considering helping the Lakers? Like, why do teams do this? Mm, no. Like, oh, there's made some trap. Yeah, I love the Lakers offer. We'll give you Russell Westbrook, Taylor Horton, Tucker in a 2027 first. Terrible. The fuck are we doing here? What? Get That's the here. best offer you can get? Get out of here. Hell no. But again, if I'm the Nets, I'm not settling for a, like a Phoenix offer of like Mikhail Bridges and picks. 
Mm-mm. Like if I'm going, let's say I want, let's say Toronto wants him, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Offer's going to start with Scotty Barnes. You don't want, you don't want to do it? Fuck you. Like Philadelphia wants him, right? Okay, Philadelphia, you want him? Okay, guess what? Offer starts with Tyrese Maxey, God knows what, and like God knows what else. Like I'm so Memphis, you want him? Okay, cool. Then I want Jaron Jackson. I want like three and like two other of your top young players. Yeah. Like I'm not giving him up for like it's Kevin fucking Durant. He's a top like ten player of all time. Right. But I just love it. He has no, and I mean no, leverage in this thing at all. So no, also, is anybody surprised Kyrie's a fucking nut wackadoo? Like no, not a surprise. But like, I mean, it's just it's crazy. I Durant, I, I just don't know what, what the, what's going on in his head. Like, oh, I'm requesting a trade. Congratulations, you signed a four year max contract. Right. Like, it's not cool. it's not easy to move. No, I mean it's no, it's easy to it's easy to move if like you get what you want. But teams are trying to lowball you, and it's like I'm not taking. I'm not just taking like Mikhail Bridges and DeAndre Ayton. Like no. I don't blame him for being like, yeah, we want like Miami. Okay, he wants to go to Miami, right? Yeah, yeah. Let me do a package led by Tyler Hero. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about here? No. If I'm if I'm the Nets, I'm saying okay, cool. I want Bam Adebayo. You're not giving me Bam Adebayo? Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Hey Phoenix, you want him? Give me Devin Booker. Oh, you're not gonna? Nope. Like, yeah. I don't care. What, I don't let's care. Just, what let's his just send, let's just send them Bradley Beal. And uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, did you see that before we get off this? Huh. Bobby Marks, the guy on ESPN, was like, "The Wizards are a sleeper." The a fuck sleeper are we gonna what? offer? What Isaiah Todd and the draft rights to Nizoza and some like what are we? What? It's like do you guys. <laughs> I was thinking of the uh, the workaholics yard sale where the guy was like, "I have straw hats." <laughs> right. Like, how are we a sleeper to get him? Like, nobody wants Porzingis until like get the fuck yeah, out of here. It's like, it's, yeah, it's like yeah. I just am so. It's just so funny to read that like we're a sleeper. Get the hell yeah, out of here. A sleeper for. But a no, I think bag. Durant's crazy. I it just it's just it's insane. But you also knew what you were getting into. I mean, when, when your sidekick is a flat earthing anti-vaxxer, yeah. I don't know what your your thinking is going to happen. Exactly, exactly. So anyway, I mean, I just the, the Gobert trade made like. By the way, if Rudy Gobert can get can fetch four first round picks, shouldn't Kevin Durant can fetch like eight? Plus, I'm like plus, like rights to the stadium. I mean, Rudy <laughs> Gobert, Rudy Gobert. We're talking about a guy that can't, the guy that can't score, can't shoot, and can't shoot. I mean, I don't care about his 15 points a game. I mean, that's all off like lobs. Mm-hmm. He's basically he's basically he's basically like a rich, like a super rich man's Daniel Gafford. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Yeah. He can't shoot. Nope. Also, you can pick and roll him to death. It's yeah. a very weird move by Minnesota. Like, I think they'll win a lot of regular season games because like it's a good regular season lineup. Mm-hmm. But like, you think they're gonna beat like really like young, like teams that? Spread them out. Like no. Milwaukee. So I, I guess congrats to Minnesota for going for it, but like you've basically torpedoed your future. Hey, they went bold. You better pray to God Anthony Edwards is like Michael Jordan reincarnated. Yeah. Because you got no picks. No picks. And you had no bench. Well, the fact is, the Wizards are better off with no picks. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What do we need picks okay, for? Just, the NBA, drafting guys are I never going to play NBA here. Free agency time. I do love NBA free agency time. It's just yeah. crazy. Just some of these like. 
And we don't even have time to get into like all the, the crazy, insane fucking contracts, too. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, let's. Uh, earlier today, I talked to Steve Solomon, who you may know as Solly from DC Sports Radio. Welcome to the show, Steve Solomon. Those of you out there may know him as Solly. But, but you could be Steve Solomon for the show, or you can be Solly, whichever you prefer. You know, I've been Solly for, for 22 years on the radio. It's something I didn't want right away, but begrudgingly, I accepted the nickname. Uh, so I, I'm well, always, I'll always be Solly as the, as the radio and podcast guy, but Steve Solomon, too, which, which about 98% of people don't know Solly, so that's okay. <laughs> but it's good to hear you. <laughs> well, we're such a micro-focused micro show of, of both location and interest that... I think everyone will know who Solly is based on our listener well, if, base, if which is if you're amazing. DC area sports podcast that ups my numbers. If you were like a West Coast pottery podcast, probably not so much. Not. But uh, good, good chance that a, <laughs> that a DC sports podcast might 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 have a couple people who know me. So it's that's always good. absolutely. I mean, if you've been awake and interested in sports in the DC area for the last twenty years. So they've heard your voice, and I always appreciate you being the the voice of reason <laughs> and the voice of the listeners on the show. And I felt like you, whenever you said something, it was uh, succinct to the point and and just spot on. Which is why I think, um, as you're currently running for Montgomery County Council in District Six, right, you'll be the voice of the people there. I hope now, so. uh, there's no more so every man than me, Jack. I mean, uh, <laughs> I look like an every man. And that's, again, that's what I think. Yeah. Sound like an everyman. It's great. Yeah. I tried to, uh, whenever you I do. got my shots in on the radio, Zabe always told me like, get your shots in and get on out. <laughs> so that's what I tried <laughs> to do for all those years. So That's perfect. And so district six, that's Kemp Mill, Wheaton, Glenmont, Aspen Hill, Lay Hill, Norbeck, Tivoli, North Kensington, and Forest Glen. This is a new district that came from moving from five districts to seven. Right. So it's been kind of a mad dash getting the the parties together and the people in the right places oh, that, and that's a good way to describe it. It was a mad dash because <laughs> uh, basically when when I've you know I've been knocking on doors for months and months, talked to thousands of voters and the first thing I have to tell them is what district we're in because they just did redistricting statewide. They also did redistricting countywide. So I'm hoping you have some Montgomery County District six listeners who, uh, whose ears perked up when you just said their neighborhood, like, oh, Forest Glen, Wheaton, <laughs> Aspen Hill, because people don't know. So that's the, been the biggest challenge of this campaign, not just any regular campaigns hard enough, but in a new district with a, without an incumbent, you know, explaining that to people has been challenging. So hopefully it's paid off enough that I can win this thing, but who the heck knows? Yeah, so you're going to do your best. I think where you can come into play again is the, is the everyman. Again, looking at your at your issues, and I, I can relate, or and I definitely understand these issues. What's nice about county council and the council, you know, the county level politics is that it's really, uh, it's not use a cliche, but like kitchen table right. stuff. You know, it's like, hey, deer on the road, right. um, potholes, snow day. You know, what are we doing out there? So, yeah. a couple, a couple things sparked my interest uh, as someone who cares about the environment and sustainable construction. Now, one of your policy uh, items that you want to focus on is uh, new construction and energy efficiency. Can you talk about how you're going to encourage uh, increased use of solar panels and renewable energy 
um, for new construction projects. And would that be full county level or that be going across any kind of construction, whether it's private uh, or county construction? For, well, first of all, county level, because what I mean, I, when I try to think of issues in a platform, you know, it, it, it's really hard to focus on stuff. You, you also want to have stuff that people can identify with. I, I mean, fix all the schools, great education. <laughs> no, I don't want I didn't want to give like grandiose plans that I you know, knew weren't going to happen. So one thing I found out about uh, when I run before I ran for a board of education before and council once before is that uh, we don't we didn't have solar panels on schools and on any new county construction. You know, we, we put up a brand new firehouse right here in Glenmont, which is my closest mm-hmm. firehouse. It's beautiful. Uh, they've got a lot of land, but they don't have panels either. And, and I don't know how it works logistically. Maybe an engineer could tell me with a firehouse, but like uh <laughs> I always I thought you know if we put up new construction by the county and it's feasible and makes sense to put solar, uh, especially if it's a if it's schools are the best example because they're mm-hmm. flatter, large footprint of area could very well be a net neutral type of place and put panels on. Uh, no one probably likes putting I, I don't know the cost of putting a panel panels on an entire school. It's probably a lot, but it, it would pay itself off eventually in the long run. Like anyone who puts panels on their house. Uh, it's expensive. We haven't done it because it's pretty expensive. We're waiting for mm-hmm. the roof to go, and then we'll probably do them at the same time. <laughs> but it's expensive. But the county's got a lot of money, and they they look they are they should be as uh, most businesses should be uh, very forward thinking. And if you could do this now and in twenty years, like oh, our schools are not churning Pepco bills like other houses <laughs> are, uh, and we're we're actually uh, doing some good for the environment. I mean, our county does a lot of great things environmentally. I mean, we have right in front of, if you're on county trash, county recycling, mm-hmm. county cardboard, you know, we do a lot that other places don't do. So I'm not saying we don't do a good job in this county, but that's one issue I saw that's pretty glaring. It'd be relatively easy, easy to legislate. I think most people would be on board for that. And it's something I could actually get done is uh, put put panels on schools yeah. uh, because we can and we should. Yeah. And I think you'd have the buying power too, right? Because you have that that amount of real estate to cover. Again, I think in Montgomery County, it's I think uh, to, going back to 2007, it's been mandated that buildings uh, are lead silver, but they don't tell you how you get there. So I w- right. wonder if you could, uh, it'd be like an amendment to that, that you could legislate. Incentives are there depending on what you do and how much you do of it. I mean, we have, we've, we've amended with a, with a county environmental uh, plan that, that by 2035, they want to reduce all uh, uh, fuel usage, but, and, and, you know, it's very uh, challenging to do these things, obviously. But but my, my idea is one that, that, that I think is feasible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we've got a big budget. It's $6.3 billion. Um, and, and in our capital improvement projects, the, the ones that we do, construction, roads, uh, large-scale projects, those are like six-year plans, very large plans that um, look into the future. And that's, that's something where you could sneak this into the budget. It, it, it's not something that's... So because we spend I think we have 83 current school projects in some capacity, like one out of every three schools has something going on, you know, new handicap ramps, uh, fix mm-hmm. the mold and stuff like so. It's always <laughs> we don't have too much mold. But yes. Uh, no, no, mold. It's best. no, I hope we don't have any of that. But well, there, there still is. There's asbestos still in places. It's remarkable that oh they gosh. have to. Well, asbestos stuff, is fine as long as you don't touch it. <laughs> well, uh, you, you can't have it in buildings where people live. Right. So <laughs> but um uh, you know, they, they have all sorts of ongoing projects. So that's just one that I thought would be no. a, a, a no-brainer. I like that a lot. And sticking along with maybe those lines, uh, infrastructure improvement, you know, potholes. And how, how would you how would you prioritize, you know, again, there's potholes everywhere. So, again, right. I know there's a, there's a prioritization system and a cycle. I guess, how do you, I know yeah. in my street, they've been replacing um, gas pipe 
for like the last year and a half. And so it, it, my road goes from being kind of 20 year old potholes to then being completely obliterated for like two months. And then it's now it's like an ice skating ring. It's fantastic. It's so smooth (laughs) and and delightful. Um, I guess, how do you balance that with then going through and maybe getting to some places that that have been seemingly forgotten? How do you, how do you find those things? There's, there's thousands of miles of roads just in our district. I mean, it's, it's, I've, I've walked and scootered along uh, hundreds of miles. I put, you know, hundreds of miles on my shoes over the last several months and all, all the roads that are not the numbered roads in our area, you know, Randolph, Connecticut, Georgia, Veers Mill, those are all state roads. The state has Mm -hmm. to pay to fix those, to put in crosswalks, to fix light, all that stuff is state run but everything else is a county road you know the road most of us live on that i live on that you live on is a as a you know in a single family home neighborhood kind of thing or apartments or condos and a lot of them were in such bad shape this was an idea of mine before i even walked you know the entire district so i thought that this is really something that bothers people we all drive or or bike or walk on these roads and sidewalks uh, we're a wealthy county we're one we're, we're we literally are a one percenter we're in the top one percent of counties in the country in terms of wealth. Um, so we should have good roads and good sidewalks. And to me, a lot of the big problem was also communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you said, you know, the county might have on schedule, oh, 2026, Jack's Road is going to be repaved because it hasn't been paved yes. since 2013. Now, it's not really happening. But oh, happening. But, but Pepco doesn't know that. You know, Pepco's like, oh, oh well, 2026 in two months, we're going to dig that up and redo a line. There's, there's not enough communication, yeah. which boggled my mind between the, the, the DOT, the Department of Transportation in the county, and PEPCO or WSSC, literally like a road that was paved a, a, a couple of years ago in my neighborhood. I know they have to do it, but WSSC was digging and, and, and you know, they draw the lines, they come back, they scrape. You know, it's, 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 I'm like, this can't be happening. And it, I understand occasionally it happening, mm-hmm. but there's, if there was better communication to me between the utilities and the county, we could get these things done at the same time. Um, I mean, I don't know the the engineering of it. You know, obviously, when you repave a road for the county, uh, they're not they don't care about Pepco or WSSC. And you know, it's like oh, if they got a problem, they'll fix it later on. That doesn't make sense to me. And and yeah. I think if if that's something we can work on and 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 be more you know symbiotic about working together with those things, I think we'd be in better shape. And uh, I, I hope to do that if I'm a councilman. Perfect. And now, so just to, uh, for those of you looking for more information, you can check out votestevesolomon.com. Uh, the uh, early voting in uh, in the area is July 7th through July 14th, and election day is Tuesday, July 19th. Yeah. You can vote for Steve Solomon. You can get a, a yard sign like me. Uh, that's right. You were generous you enough. Donate to a, put up a yard some, sign. Some real estate for you. So uh, That's right. Let's talk sports, because I feel like it's sure. a, it's it's like... I'd be doing the wrong thing not talking to you about sports. I know. I don't want to bore your listeners too much. Like, council, politics. That's normally my job. Is the bo- No, but uh, I, I will say, I, I think uh, I told you, like, uh, there was a long run where all we talked was politics. So there's there's yeah. definitely precedent on the show to be political. Okay. Um, usually uh, about my, my Twitter trolling and things, but it's <laughs> fine. Um, so I think that for me, I, that there's so many things going on in sports despite not having a lot of active games happening. Right. So uh, usually summertime, dead dead time, I, you know, was always the, the come up with topics time. But now right. it's, Let's talk about TV shows. I mean, the boys, we talk about TV right. a lot. The, uh, but one thing that is going on that's kind of remarkable is the, the changing landscape in college sports, in particular with USC and UC, UCLA, uh, declaring to the Big Ten, creating this 
coast to coast mega conference. Like, are we headed towards just two giant conferences where there's like 40 teams each? And it's like, what's then what is this? Like, what are we doing here? I, what do you, where do you see happening in, in the, the context of, of the world? You of know, college it's hard sports? to predict because the, the last two major shakeups, I think, came out of nowhere, even to pundits or insiders. Like this news last week with USC, UCLA. I didn't see anyone writing, oh, wait, wait, wait for two big Pac-10 teams might be, but I didn't see that. And when Texas and Oklahoma went to the SEC, I was shocked as well. So, um, you know, when, when uh, you know, you're a Terp, I'm a Terp, uh, when our Terps went to the Big Ten a few years ago, a lot of people were like, oh, no, the ACC tradition, yeah. we're not going to play Carolina and Duke anymore and all that. But I was like, Big Ten, we get to yeah. play Ohio State and Michigan State and Michigan and football, this will be great. They'll kick our behinds, but uh, it'll still be fun yeah. and good for uh, and good for business. So I knew it was a money move. I mean, they, they basically said it was a money no, move. They're, at the they're time. broken like, about to they- cancel sports, and now we're, we have a yeah. we have a giant. I mean, the new Coalfield House is amazing. The facility. Yeah, I mean, and, are- yeah, we had the, the the logo was always like twenty seven teams. I remember that was <laughs> yeah. always the that the mayor. And then they were like, oh, we got to cut diving and swimming and uh, girls uh, field hockey. I'm like, uh oh. You know, so money, even at Maryland, which, you know, I don't, I don't know, endowments or state funding or all that for colleges. Mm-hmm. We're like, really? Don't we have the, you know, we're, we're, we're good enough in football and basketball to make <laughs> money. That's how these sports survive. So, right. but yeah, I know the Big Ten move has been great financially. Um, it, you know, uh, Rutgers at Maryland probably couldn't be happier. Oh my gosh, and, right? <laughs> you're right. I mean, it's, you, you, maybe you get your behinds kicked every year in football and maybe basketball, but it's, it's, it's better. It's better for recruiting. It's better for the school. But yeah, uh, and, and which is why I don't understand the moves. You still you still don't want to you want to make money. But I'm like, weren't Texas and Oklahoma raking in the money in the Big Twelve? I guess not enough because they went to the SEC. Well, or, they didn't have the TV deal, right? Because the the Big Twelve SEC has the SEC ESPN channel, and Big right. Ten has the Big Ten network. But like ACC has a, like Raycom Jefferson Pilot, and you know how great that was. Um, uh, <laughs> but like, I, I don't think Big Twelve channel fifty. <laughs> well, doesn't I think? Yeah, exactly right. And and Channel Fifty, um, but Texas, yeah, I think they were just limited in their TV deal and that shared revenue. Again, like I, th- yeah. I first see a future again with, with when you're playing as as you know, Maryland getting their butts kicked by Ohio State and Michigan every year. It's it's not. There's going to be a near future where they don't play Ohio State every year, right? And they're going to playing whatever you know. Eventually, when Delaware joins the Big Ten, yeah, yeah. They'll... <laughs> when it's a twenty team conference. I mean, well, yeah, there's so many teams that. Uh... How do you manage that? Like what do you what do you do? Well, you you go to like the ACC just did this for football, um, where they want where since they have twelve teams, uh, they 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 did this thing where you take three your three rivals that you'll play every year, mm-hmm. and then the other ten teams um, or the fourteen teams, the other the other ten teams you'll play five one year, five the next, alternate the five you play, but you play your rivals every year. So that's a kind of cool idea. Mm-hmm. So like if you think you know of not that I don't know, and I don't know if Maryland has any rivals in the Big Ten. We just joined. Our, our rivals are in another conference. God, I, I hope our rivals are declared as like Rutgers, Northwestern, and like <laughs> bad ones, the and, ones we can win. Uh, Indiana yeah. for the yeah, sake we don't of, want of the bottom honest. line. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if they'll do that, but it made sense for the ACC, um, and it's a way to 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 do it so you keep playing some of your rivals, and and that's why they brought Texas and Oklahoma together, two teams that mm-hmm. play the. Red River rivalry every year and why they brought USC and UCLA together. I mean, it, it could have been Oregon and Stanford, but that wouldn't have made as much sense. But I think they wanted the, the LA market. Oh, you know? yeah. And, and and I would hate to be like a USC 
baseball player or swimmer now you got to travel all plus you got to play travel, maryland right? in baseball and you know you're gonna get your butt kicked so it's tough. that's right turfs <laughs> making the uh the, the regionals and yeah super yeah World I, Series I, 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 I i've never figured out how the college baseball uh it might as well works. be a venn diagram of of calculus to me because uh it, I, you know there's the, the you, there's the losers bracket, a winners bracket. There's regionals, super regionals, and the World Series. Like I understand the college basketball tournament, yeah. even with playing games, you uh, win that's or easy you lose. enough. <laughs> but yeah, the college World Series, I have no idea how it works. You're, I'm with you, Jack. Yes, yeah, so like Maryland lost one game and then had to play like like three doubleheaders in a <laughs> row to then lose the like last one and then they lost. Like I don't. Well, I don't um, get it. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, you too, again, man. Yeah. As I noted, votestevesolomon.com for more information on his campaign. Good luck. Go vote uh, on July 7th or the, you know, to the 14th or the 19th, whatever makes you happy. Come out to an early voting place. I'll probably be there trying to get votes and hand out cards. I'll probably be at uh, one of the three in our district. It's uh, all day, every day. So. Well, very good. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. And we'll, uh, we'll see you later. You too, man. Yeah. Come along, children. Now we're going to have a little music, like old time. All right. Thanks again, Steve. Hope you all enjoyed that. And again, uh, Adam, as you may have heard, Steve and I talked about the uh, addition of USC and UCLA to the Big Ten, which makes a whole lot of sense geographically. Um, Yeah, I don't... Like, what... I can't wait... Like, again... I cannot wait to see the USC fans face when they realize that they have to wake up at like eight in the morning to watch USC versus Northwestern. I just remember. No, I mean, I remember. Um, I mean, this is even like in the olden days when. Yes, I when, know you played Cal. You're like you, you live in the past. I no, guess. I'm just saying like it, that that's how Maryland had a shot against Cal was they they're in their mind. It was 7 a.m. or whatever. It was like also, ridiculous. I, yeah, I just don't like I don't get I, I get it. Everyone, every team is basically like a whole, you know, just wants to get paid. I get it. Like, mm-hmm. make a lot more money. But, like, if you're a USC fan, it's like, like, what? We're playing Rutgers and You have no Iowa? relationship like, with Penn State or, or like, Iowa. Know, we're playing Rutgers and Iowa. Like, yeah, it'll be cool. Like, USC playing Michigan, USC playing like Ohio State in football. That is cool. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. But, like, great. USC, Maryland. Like, yeah, it's cool for Maryland cool fans for when me. they come to town. <laughs> right. No, it'll be cool for you. But, like, for, the, for like their fans, it's like, so now we gotta go cross fucking country to watch us art my team play. No, but alternatively, is there there are some like let's say local USC people who've never seen their team before, like oh, in a decade. How many local USC people do you know that live in the Washington D.C. area? But Shut up. All I'm saying is, if you haven't seen your school in 20 Come years, on. you're gonna check them out. Okay. So there might be even if there's like 2,000 USC alums in the D.C. area. Dave, you think there's two? Okay, there's 2,000 USC. Let me alums look it up. In the Let me see how many. Okay. You're an insane human if you think there's 2,000 USC alums. Okay. I don't know. I'm just curious. Maybe it's crazy if you think that. The USC alumni in the Washington D.C. Facebook maybe, group. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It okay. just doesn't seem like there's a lot of. No. USC yeah, the alumni. Facebook group is like there's 500 people. That's a Facebook group. Okay, there's 700 D.C. Trojans. All right, so they could maybe rile up a thousand people to come see the stadium. But then what? the rest of the stadium's gonna be full of of Maryland fans, obviously. Yeah, it just. I- <laughs> I just don't get my it. concern. I mean, here's where I don't get. Here's what I don't get. Um, what are we doing here? If if in the end we're gonna end up with two super conferences that have like 24 teams in it or something huge, yeah, I don't, aren't we basically reconstituting a different NCAA? It's just its own thing. That's what it seems like they're doing. It seems like they're gonna like reconstitute it so that like the NCAA doesn't exist anymore. Right. It's, it's essentially you're gonna be either winning the 
you know, they'll call it the Big Conference and the South Conference, and that's it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's also, I'm just curious what's going to happen to the teams that get left out. They'll be like, they'll, they'll, they'll be the de facto division too. Or like they'll be the de facto power five, I guess. They'll, they'll be the alternate group. Five. Well, the, then, oh. but then they'll have their own group of like sixty teams that are nobodies. This is so weird, <laughs> but you know, I, okay. Is it cool. progress? I, guess, I did read. I did read like today that there's go, like the big, like the Big Twelve is trying to add six teams from the Pac-12. Yes, I saw that. Yes. So like, I guess we're gonna try to have three big conferences. Well, I think. <laughs> To so me, like the, the no more the but more then a, wait, did a bunch of teams move to the Pac-12? Yes, it's a whole I, shuffling. It, it's to me, it's it's, it's 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 a combination it's of confusing, and to me, like it's un I say unnecessary. But in the end, we're gonna end up with, I think we're gonna end up with less good football because you're gonna end up having these yeah. mega conferences, and then they're gonna end up doing. Well, how are they all gonna play? Like, how well, are they gonna play each other? Oh yeah, what's uh yeah so. Uh, uh, Solly had suggested that you get your like three or four like rivalry teams, and then they cycle. And so Maryland would play Rutgers and Penn State every year, but then every third year they would play USC or UCLA. Yeah, or I, it just it just seems I don't know, man. And like so, the other how this concerns me is I'm assuming that Florida State will be on the move. Well, you have you can't stay in the ACC right now. No. I don't want to say unless in the, the ACC goes and picks up did like I ten to, teams. <laughs> I didn't want to be in the ACC in the first place. We are not an ACC team. You're a Big Ten team. Shut. <laughs> I will say this: you laugh about that, but like the Big Ten should be going after Florida State. Makes sense. Like you have no. Where's your footprint? If you're clearly if if like ge- geography doesn't mean shit anymore. No. You don't have a. You have no footprint in the South. Yeah, you have a footprint in the Midwest, mm-hmm. you have a footprint in the East, you have a footprint now apparently in the in, in the, the West. West, but you don't have one in the South. Mm-mm. So, like, shouldn't you try to go after Florida State? I would, one hundred percent. I would. Obviously, the two teams. I assume the two teams that they're that everyone that both that both conferences are going to want to go after would be Florida State and Clemson. Those are the two. Like, you would imagine. Like, I don't think it's Miami. Do you? No. Miami's also pri- like they don't draw. No, it's a it's a. They don't draw school. like one thing you can say about Florida State. Florida State at least draws, even if they've sucked. Yeah. So I would imagine Florida State and Clemson are both going to either end up in the SEC or the Big Ten. I you know. And if I'm the Big Ten, I, I'd also I'm 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 going to look to connect the dots in in Utah with Utah and BYU, and then I also want Notre have, Dame. I mean, that's the one that everyone says that. that I mean, Notre Dame plays in the Big Ten and for like lacrosse, don't they? Yeah, and yeah, but, but then they, they play, play in the ACC in basketball. basketball. Correct. They, we got to get. Make, they can't and baseball in baseball, yeah. so it makes no. I, they can't stay independent. I think what? No, they can't. They got to pick a. Oh, well, that's so why dumb. I think is, is there, there's going to be a bit of a battle for like BYU and Notre Dame. No, I think BYU is in the Pac-12 now. Well, they should come to the Big Ten. I want to pick them up because I need a dot to connect me to the no, West. Wait, I don't even know who's left in the Big Twelve anymore. Like is Boise State in the Big Twelve? Did uh, they get added? Not sure. I thought they did. I'm just. And then what happens? What do we so, do with like the uh, the so, service academies, like Air Force Academy I don't and know. Navy I, Army? I don't know. Like I said, 
I only care about how this affects my school, and I'm assuming my school will be picked up by one of the two big. But what if the super- ACC just turns around and just absorbs like ten other schools from like a lesser from conference? What? I don't know. From where? The uh, I don't know. They pick up UConn. Oh fuck <laughs> off! Shut up. Who want UConn? Who wants to pick up Kansas? Idiot. I mean, everyone loves Kansas. You'd love that for basketball, wouldn't you? No. You wouldn't want Kansas for basketball? I mean, we already have enough basketball. You would love to see Florida. We already State, have Kansas. the best basketball. Don't we already have to consider the best basketball? No. Yeah, but at what cost? Do you have to see Duke every year? Ugh, gross. Yeah, I no, I don't disagree. But anyway, I don't really know how to explain. Like realignment's just so fucking insane. I don't know. Like every day or every like week, there's something new, and like. I, I guess US congrats to USC and, and UCLA like get ready for those big games against Iowa and Minnesota yeah look either <laughs> way get excited for you like what UCLA fan is excited like oh cool we're playing Minnesota at in, noon. in November <laughs> yeah, in November it's like we're playing Minnesota let me ask you something how much what kind of crowd are you getting for USC Minnesota even out west you're not getting anything you're not getting anything I don't know I I how many Maryland fans are making the trip out to fucking Southern California? Uh, None. I would. I go. I go to LA for Shut a game. Up! Stop lying. You would not stop lying. I would say if it's the year is twenty twenty six and Maryland is playing USC, at I would. I would consider going to that. No, you wouldn't. Why stop wouldn't I go? Because you're not going. Why wouldn't I go? Fine. Jack. What else I am I doing? I don't know, but you think this is the most brilliant move ever? I no, I think. Look, Keith Jackson is rolling over in his grave right now. It just makes no, it makes sense. no like, sense. How do bowls happen? Like, who's playing in the big? The bowls like, are the stupid big anyway. Ten. Fuck bowls. Bowls are Actually, the dumbest the thing. I just can't wait for that. Like, I, what are we gonna have? Like BYU against Minnesota in the Rose look, Bowl. Maryland just, will I, finally play in the Rose Bowl because they'll have to just from a regular <laughs> so, season schedule. I think I saw some like some fake bot was like. Everyone should leave, and then Arizona could be like the team that goes 0 and 12 and still makes the Rose Bowl or something. Yeah, should be the only team left in the Pac-12. No, I they're just... going to have these realigns, but everyone knows that the, the conceptually the uh, the the bowl games are dumb. The bowl games were kind of to me like a ridiculous cash grab. No one watches most of the bowl games anyway, and they're. I mean... Do you really care that a team that's like a six and six team from the Big Ten is playing a six and six team no, from the Pac twelve? I'm just like I said, I am fascinated to see like USC being like I said, playing like Minnesota and Northwestern. Yeah. It just makes no sense. Like No. I get it. You got your money, you got your you know, you, you got ahead of the curve, but like Look, you gotta get on BTN. BTN's where it's at, man. BTN, BTN plus, BTN plus two, all ACC the all the... network's fine. You're an idiot. ACC, ACC network, network is fine. basically Raycom. You can't even watch ACC Network. Yes, I can. Oh, you finally got it? I've had it for like a year. I know, but the, for the last decade, you've been complaining AC no, Network is unavailable. Years. It was like two years I didn't have it. Yeah, yeah. well, it's so, a long well, time not have a, the I ability agree. to watch your teams. I agree. It wasn't great. I mean, it wasn't great when I wanted to watch crappy FSU games and they were on ACC Network and I had to follow on my you were, phone you were, like a dum-dum. The worst feeling, I mean, I know this from experience, but the worst feeling in the world is live streaming the box score to your game and that's your game experience. The play-by-play. I mean, that's all I could do. Especially when your team stinks, because you're like watching it. Oh, this isn't so bad. Uh, oh, blocked punt, touchdown, another team. <laughs> but again, that's all I could do. I know. But now you can watch it. Wasn't it wasn't fun. Now you can watch the ACC network for now, and then you can. And then you have to watch SEC on ESPN or whatever they they have their thing. Uh, I think what the SEC is going. Yeah, it's going to be SEC 
network on ESPN. That sounds about right, too. Um, anyway, so that's that. I mean, I, I don't know what else. What else is there? Is there anything else? No, this has been a very long show, so uh, we'll just call it that's here. It. It's been a very long show, you say. It is, yeah. It's, uh, it's <laughs> nearly an hour. All right, well, what do you want to talk? Okay, so that's it. I think that's good. I think we can end it there. I mean, we had uh, I think that was fine. But uh, again, thanks again for uh, Steve Solomon for being on the show. Appreciate your time. And it was a pleasure having you. And hopefully we'll have you back again in the future. And check him out at votestevesolomon.com. For Adam, this is Jack. This has been the Adam Gravitz Sports Show. Have a great night. Adam Gravitz Sports Show.